Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. This Valentine's week, it's fun to have several couples talk about how knowing and learning more about each other's strengths is helping them love and understand each other better. Today, you're going to get to hear from Trace and Christine Hunt. They live in Lubbock, Texas. As Trace said, in almost every test we've ever taken, we always come out as polar opposites. They're so fun as you listen to them and see how they continue to appreciate their differences even more. Leading a team together this summer is motivating them to come alongside each other in new ways as they're anticipating challenges of leading students in another country during COVID. I'm excited to see how they're going to work together better because of this time that they're taking to unpack their strengths that sometimes can really collide with one another. Get ready for some practical insights from Trace and Christine. Good morning. I'm so excited for you to meet our next guests, Trace and Christine Hunt. They live in Lubbock, Texas, and they are just such a fun and delightful couple. And they have so many interesting and fun things to share about them and their strengths and how it relates to their marriage. Welcome, Trace and Christine. Hi, Barbara. Thanks Thanks for having us. Oh, how is the weather out in Lubbock this, this morning? Well, uh, it's actually uh, nice and sunny and a little breezy, but it'll change in about five minutes. Oh, that's funny. Well, I remember when um, our daughter, Lauren Claire, was up there at Texas Tech, I had never experienced that dust storm action that you always hear about. And it's like, it's a real thing. Yes, we had a very large dust storm just about a week ago. Really? Yes. And we had dust everywhere. I mean, just caked on everything in our garage, inches of dust. <laughs> oh, I remember it being like in my teeth and my hair. It was like, whoa, yeah. this is crazy. Well, um, tell, right. tell me how we first connected and tell me a little bit about you and where you are and what y'all do. Trace, why don't you go first? Well, I'll start us off. Um, so Christine and I are missionaries with an organization called Crew. Uh, we work at Texas Tech University uh, and with students around West Texas. And we are, uh, we've are we been on staff with Crew for about 28 years. We did about 13 years uh, with Crew's high school ministry. And then we transitioned to the campus ministry and came back to Texas Tech, which is my alma mater. And uh, we've got three daughters. Uh, 23, 20, and 15. Mm. Such a fun, they're just such fun, lovely daughters. I love seeing y'all together. Christine, tell me a little bit about you. Yes, we have a lot of fun. Um, Well, yes, I have been happily homeschooling these girls since they were little bitty. And I have now almost worked myself out of a job, which is great. 
I have enjoyed, I just love being a mom. Um, I also love our job on staff with crew and getting to disciple young women. Um, so yeah, I feel like I get to live a lot in my strengths, which has been really um, fun to explore. Oh, that's great. Well, tell me how we first connected. I think it was a while back, but what what do y'all <laughs> recollect about that? Oh, man. I remember meeting you. We were living in Orlando, working at the headquarters, and I think you guys came for the summer because Warren was helping lead a seminary class that Trace was taking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, Trace just really connected with Warren and we invited y'all over for dinner and you came out to our little, little house out there. And, um, I just remember an easy connection and just the warmth that we felt between, you know, with you and Warren. Um, it was just delightful, uh, to get to know you. And then gosh, not long after that, we transferred to back to Texas and we ended up being in the same region with you and Warren. So we were able to connect several times a year at different retreats and events with crew. And we always looked forward to seeing you and getting some time with you at those, at those times. Yeah. Yeah, I think of uh, Warren and Barbara as life givers and mm -hmm. being with you guys really was such a joy for us both. We, we had to get some time with y'all because y'all were so life giving to us. Well, that's encouraging. I, we feel the same about y'all. And I think about that dinner at your house. And Christine, like you said, it just was such a warm and easy connection. I appreciate it, just how vulnerable y'all were with things you were learning at the time. And and it's just been like that ever since we've known you. And I love that we always kind of grab a meal or coffee or something, or especially those burgers in Fort Collins is a really <laughs> nice memory. So Yes. Um, well, tell me a little bit about each of you. Trace, you could start um, about your top five strengths and what your strength journey has looked like. All right. Well, my top strength is belief. And uh, I think that for me, that's more of a just my values and purpose that everything I do has to have a certain purpose and value and meaning to it. And my uh, I'm a developer, so I love and I see potential in every student I work with. I I want to help help move them forward, and uh, connectedness is my uh, next theme. And that's where everything there's there's nothing that happens by coincidence. I believe there's some purpose behind everything. God is at work, and uh, uh, my next one is ideation. So I am a idea person. I've had a, a zillion ideas and I'm very creative and uh, sometimes that can get me in trouble, but I'm, I'm naturally creative. I naturally think that way. And then maximizer is my fifth uh, strength. And, and really, I think maximizer seems to influence all the others that I have where I, uh-huh. I kind of try to take something that's good and make it great. And that's, uh, that's kind of where my strengths lie. When did you first start, um, understanding about your strengths and what has, how has that looked? I know we'll get into that a little bit more, but, um, was it, yeah. Tell us, tell me about that. Yeah, I think, well, I think when I was, uh, 
first, when we first got to Orlando and started working at the headquarters, I read a book called Now Discover Your Strengths. And mm-hmm. then eventually read another book called Strengths Finders or Strengths Finder. And they were both the same basic book, but I don't know if I really started thinking and developing them until you uh, came to Texas Tech and actually did this with our whole team. And we were able to process our different strengths and how we work together as a team and valuing each other uh, and our unique, the unique things that we bring. And that's where I, really where I feel like things started to fall into place a little bit better and seeing those played out and what they look like and in uh, different situations and scenarios and opportunities and events. And, uh, and then you can look back over your life and see, oh, I see that, how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that was probably the first time that it really began to sink in a little bit more uh, over the years. I've taken some different leadership development and it always comes back to what are your strengths <laughs> and knowing a little bit about yourself can help move in that direction. Right. Well, what about you, Christine? Tell us about you and your top five strengths. My top strength is deliberative. Um, so what that means is I take great care in making decisions or choices I can anticipate a lot of obstacles, and I would like to avoid those. So I can be real cautious, thoughtful, and just aware of potential uh, risk involved. And then my next one is harmony. So I I tend to like uh, peace and agreement. I don't really enjoy conflict, and I like to find consensus amongst people. Mm -hmm. And then my next one is responsibility. So I am very dependable, reliable. And if I have a job to do, I'm going to do it well and completely. And I'm also a developer. So Trace and I have that in common. Naturally, I love mentoring uh, students or my own children, um, even friendships. Mm-hmm. I like to see where people can be and, and inspire them to the next step. And then my last one is belief. So another one that we share in common, um, just um, driven by a lot of core values yeah, so was is for you learning about them, was it sort of the same path that Trace had, or um, when did you start kind of digging into understanding your strengths a little more? I think I took this test about 10 years ago. I don't think I did a lot with it initially. I remember being at a women's retreat with you uh, back in Lakeway, and we, we kind of pulled this out again with the staff women. And I can remember them asking us to share, tell us how your top strength plays out in your life. And my top strength I was looking at was deliberative. And I remember so clearly thinking, this is a strength (laughs) (laughs) because I think um, it sometimes is the thing that I don't necessarily enjoy about my thought process, because sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like I can spend so much time deliberating on something and I I wish I didn't. Um, So I've been on a journey of learning to particularly love and appreciate that particular strength. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's often, it often gets mischaracterized maybe 
Uh Um, and just kind of has a negative bias towards it. So I'm learning that it is um, something that is valuable and that other people even value in me. Like my college daughter just recently, she called me with a decision she was facing and she had thought through all the pros and cons and she's just kind of processing this. And, but she calls me because she says, mom, I need you to help me think through this from all the angles, you know? And so I was just naturally able to say, well, have, that, huh? have you thought about this? And ask her, asking her some questions that kind of helped her make a decision, you know, uh, on her own. And so I realized, you know, that my kids value that part of me and I'm learning to value it myself. <laughs> That's great. Well, um, I would love to hear kind of a little change of subject mm-hmm. here, but even like what drew each of you to each other's? We're kind of talking about how your strengths um, fit in with your marriage and how you relate to each other. So what kind of in the beginning, what drew y'all to each other? Well, we met on a summer mission with crew. So what that looks like is that we spent 10 weeks together in the same hotel with 40 other college students. So it was a really fun way to get to know someone. So I was able to see Trace um, in a lot of different environments. And we actually had mutual friends. And my first memory is, like, my best friend was always talking about Trace. And then my roommate was always talking about Trace. And so I was like, kind of curious, you know, who is this Trace? (laughs) Who is Trace, you know? And so um, we were able, because of our mutual friends, to spend a lot of time together. And my, I really enjoyed how easy he was to be with. I always felt comfortable around him. We could, we could talk about anything and everything. And he always treated me and everyone else on the project with, with respect and honor and that was kind of my first impression of him. Mm. That's great. What about you, Trace? Yeah, well, that's that's funny. First impressions are great. I think as as you show up at one of these summer missions and all the guys are checking out all the girls, and she seemed like, okay, this is one of the best looking girls here. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's out of my league. Uh, there's certain things that I thought about her. Um, but over the course of the summer, like you said, we we found ourselves in the same group, hanging out and talking, and we had we had several opportunities to really just get to know each other and hear about our dreams and hopes and desires, and we had things in common, and we both were feeling called into ministry. And I remember that being one thing that. Uh, was interesting. I mean, I think initially, I think uh, I remember talking to her one time and we were sitting there just talking and all of a sudden it was like my eyes were opened to her. I was like, oh, wow. I've, I was like, oh man, this girl is amazing. And uh, uh, so I think she is kind of my dream girl. Uh, she oh, is my dream girl. Uh, and you know, her eyes, her hair, her smile. But I think, but beyond just the physical chemistry attraction, I think I found she was always encouraging me and she was always pointing me to Christ. And, and I just, I didn't have any other friends like, like her. And we, we dated long distance. 
uh, we were at two different universities. And, and so even going into that, we were, we were cautious. Uh, we weren't really thinking, Hey, we're just jumping into some romance. We didn't actually even officially date on that summer mission. We just, we were just developing a friendship and it, it grew and grew to a point where I couldn't, I couldn't uh, not move forward. I had to, I had to pursue. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. So here you are years later. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what, how is understanding what your top five talents are? Um, how has that helped you as you relate to each other or even as you realize, yeah, some of we're wired differently in some things. And of course, when you're married, you, love a lot of things about each other, but then you learn a lot of other things as you're married. So tell us how understanding your strengths has kind of played into um, your relationship. Tell me how understanding each of your strengths has helped you better understand each other. Well, I think when we, when we first started to realize uh, what strengths were, it, it opened up our eyes to see why we are so different and why we uh, and how we can complement each other as well. I think every personality test we've ever taken, uh, we are polar opposites oh. in every category. Myers Briggs were polar opposites, and uh, and when we saw our top strengths uh, and and not just our top five strengths, it it kind of dawned on us like why we're so different, but also how we can how we can work together. I think that's one of those things that, uh, as I understood a little bit more about what deliberation, what deliberative meant, uh, it it clued me into kind of how she's wired and how she, how this is a strength, and instead of just being frustrated. So I think as in some ways as our as our strengths have collided, we've also learned that we could be the best team ever, or we mm-hmm. could be each other's worst nightmare. <laughs> if we don't work together. And so those are some of the, the things I think that we've learned to appreciate each other and value each other's unique gifts and strengths that's helped us have like a great marriage. But I, I don't feel like we, we really don't fight that often. We don't have a lot of conflict. Uh, so that's been interesting, I think that. But I think as we as we share maybe a little bit more about some of the ways we've collided, it might give a little bit, a little bit more insight into how we've learned to work together uh, in those strengths as well. Yeah. Christine, how would, what would you say of how y'all have, have collided maybe in mm. regards to your strengths? Okay. Well, I think because Trace is such a dreamer and he has the ideation and he's always got creative ideas and he's, you know, like he's always saying, what if, you know, and his eyes just light up and (laughs) got some wonderful thought, you know? And so that can collide uh, with my being deliberative because I can, maybe before that whole thought is out of his mouth, I've already got a list of 10 questions or concerns about how this is feasible or is not feasible. And have you thought of this? And, and so I think I can sometimes, you know, squelch those ideas. And, um, and also with my responsibility, like when those ideas come out, I often feel like, well, to execute that, it's going to require my, a lot of my time and effort because I'm the one that's 
going to maybe get it done. And so I've learned to let him continue his what if statements, you know, and just let him enjoy that idea and realize that just because there's ideas coming um, doesn't mean I'm the one responsible to see it flourish. You know, he, he can take the responsibility to execute those. Um, So just learning how to um, hone my natural deliberative and responsibility in long enough to let him dream and have ideas and be creative. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you, um, from your perspective, Trace, how do you think that your strengths that maybe collide, How what have you learned in understanding Christine more with her strengths? Yeah, for sure. The, the, the big two, I think those ideation seems to be the one that, that collides with, uh, with things. And, and it's, also, I think beyond my ideas and my dreaming, and I am the eternal optimist. I'm always thinking positively. I'm always overestimating how many people are come to an event, how many t-shirts to order. I've, I've always got some you know, big dreams. And I'm also a verbal processor. So I need a, a, a sounding board, an encouraging, valuable sounding board. And I think she is a great sounding board. Uh, but there are times where uh, she she does have that natural, deliberative, cautious red flag, yellow flag. She's holding up, and and it does feel frustrating at times that I, I'm just I'm just trying to get my thoughts together as I'm thinking out loud, and uh, and so I have I have I guess we're still learning about each other and how uh, to work in that. But also the responsibility aspect, where she has taken on something, and uh, we've learned a lot about each other in in situations like that. Uh, so one of the things that happened to us several years ago, we have a, a national staff conference uh, in Colorado, and everybody goes up there, and we would normally be provided with furnished housing. And we found out a few weeks in advance that that was not going to be the case this year. And we were responsible for getting our own housing. And I am in charge of a summer mission trip and I've got a lot of things on my plate and I couldn't really think about that at the moment. And Christine jumped into action and she found a place to stay, but it was a, it was an apartment, but it was unfurnished. And she called Craigslist free cycle. She was on every place you could think of trying to find us furniture and a, a bed or mattresses. And, and for a family of five, it was a big deal. And she was amazing. She pulled it off. It was, it was incredible seeing how she jumped into action and got it done. And she's a get it done girl. And when she gets on, when she does get on, on something, she makes things happen. And at the, the end of it all, we, you know, we rented a new hall. We drove around Fort Collins. We picked up all the stuff and put it together. And I was marveling at how amazing everything had come together. Mm. And, uh, and she was kind of irritated with me. Huh. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. You just how this came together. And she was like, yeah. And you just showed up. 
<laughs> and, and I'm thinking, well, I thought you enjoyed doing, I mean, she's so good at it. I thought she enjoyed the process. <laughs> and her response was, I don't enjoy being responsible. And it just, it dawned on me that I had taken for granted all the things that she was doing and she had taken all the responsibility on herself and, mm-hmm. and maybe I could have stepped in more. I could have asked if there's something else I could do. If, you know, I just, I just thought she was really having a great time and enjoying it all and learned later that that was not the case. And uh, so that was a big big experience. Yes. Yes. How long have we been married? And and I still do certain things about her. I know. I know. Um, Well, so during that summer, we had, uh, we were so close to uh, Mount Rushmore. We could make that day trip. And so we were dreaming about, why don't we take the girls on this quick weekend trip? We had some free time and and so Trace, you know, jumped in and said, hey, honey, why don't you let me take the reins on this? I'm going to plan it all because of, you know, I appreciated all you did to get us here <laughs> and make our apartment livable. So I said, OK, you you do that. And so he took on, you know, finding the hotel and planning out how we were going to see all the sites we wanted to see. So we get in the car. And we start driving and we start driving past Mount Rushmore, like the town that it was in and drive about 30 minutes out of the way. And Mm. I was just like, huh, this is very interesting. Like, where are we staying? (laughs) You know, I had nothing to do with this. And so I probably for the first 12 hours, it was really hard for me to embrace someone else's way of doing a vacation. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And so, but it ended up, you know, we, we got there, we drove past the town to go stay in this hotel that he had found. And it was a great hotel. It was fun for the kids. There was a pool. Um, and then we spent the next, the whole afternoon, like having lunch in this out of the way town, little main street town. And um, I'm like, so kind of getting antsy, like, when are we going to go see Mount Rushmore, you know, but we just sat and enjoyed lunch. And, you know, we eventually the next day got to do some of the things and, and we saw everything I wanted to see. But I realized that I enjoyed vacation at Trace's pace so much more than I would have enjoyed it mm. had I been in charge. And so I really loved being free from the responsibility or having to think through the schedule or the plan. And he did such a great job. It was a wonderful vacation. We all got to relax and just enjoy being together. Mm. And I think the it's such a contrast to maybe how I would approach something where I would have a little more of a, a strict agenda and yeah, you know, boxes to check off. But I loved that vacation and it it really meant a lot to me that he would take the responsibility uh, to do something like that. That's a, such a great story to to see just the different angle of that and your responsibility and mm-hmm. appreciating each other in your differences. That's great. Well, um, I know that y'all are leading a team this summer and you mentioned that you have been thinking more about your strengths and how you can capitalize on that as you lead. What are some of the things that you've been thinking about as you anticipate the challenges of um, your summer mission. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, when we were asked to lead together, I was really excited. Um, we, I love working with Trace. And I said, let's, let's pull out our strengths finders because I wanted to make sure like when we're leading, because I know we can collide. And I, I didn't want to lead that way. I didn't want our students to experience that. I wanted them to experience us working well together. And so I think like we talked about how our strengths can often collide. And so my hope for us, if we were to have a successful summer would be not colliding, but that our strengths would combine. Yeah. Well, and I think we can be like powerful when, when we allow each other to do what we do and we balance each other in that. And so like for Trace to have this idea, what if we did this? And I can say, that's a great idea. Let's, let's, Maybe let's look at that. Just you say know. it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Let's look at that. And uh, let's see if that, if we can make that work going forward, you know, and just being a positive sounding board for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think our, our strengths are really beautiful together when we can combine them. And, um, mm. and, and for me to, maybe share the responsibility of some of the things. Like maybe I tell him it's a great idea. Hey, here's what it's going to take for that to uh, come to fruition. Would you, you know, handle this and that while I handle this instead of me just naturally taking it on. And he's great. He's very responsible. Mm -hmm. I just tend to be the one that, that grabs onto those tasks quicker. And so allowing us to share in some other responsibilities, I think mm. would, would be a, a really powerful way to lead and hopefully would honor each other and would honor the Lord and, and would provide the best um, outcome for our students as well. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear how that goes. That's, <laughs> that's exciting just to have that framework to think about as you're stepping into all of the, all of the details and challenges that, um, leading will bring. Mm -hmm. And COVID brings a whole lot of challenges as you try to plan. And so my deliberative goes into full speed about seeing all the things that could go wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) and all the challenges we could, we could encounter. But, um, but that's where I love that Trace comes in with a belief, you know, and Mm -hmm. he's able to say, but you know, it's worth pushing forward. Let's, let's keep going. Let's, let's push into this a little bit, even though it might seem uncomfortable or, or yeah. a little risky. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's great. Yeah. I think that's one of those things that I'm seeing Christine, uh, begin to balance her deliberativeness with her faith. And mm. as we, as she, she has to trust God to step out into the unknown and, and there's a big fog right now. Uh, as to what the future holds and wh- what what we're going to be doing, where we're going, and questions that we have to answer. And so, yeah, as we move forward, and my belief and connectedness and all those things are pushing her to take uh, to kind of step out in faith. Uh, so I th- I'm hoping that yeah, we can definitely encourage and build each other up, but I don't want her to feel like she's carrying the weight of the responsibility. I need to step it up and, mm-hmm. and ask her for, uh, because she is a lot quicker thinking about those things. So I want to know how can I come alongside her and help uh, carry the load? Well, that's, uh, I really just am excited to think about the summer for y'all and just your intentionality in thinking through these things beforehand and just 
being a light as you relate to each other. That's so cool. Well, as this, as we're approaching Valentine's, you know, it's a lot of um, things people think about in regards to Valentine's. Do y'all have any particular, I mean, I know it can feel like a lot of pressure sometimes as a married couple or especially the husband maybe, but do y'all have any fun or memorable, good or bad stories about Valentine's that you'd like to share with our listeners? Oh gosh. I remember when we were young married, we would each, we would alternate years. So like one year I'd be in charge of it, of the whole date. And the next year it would be his turn. And I just remember one year I did it. It was a complete flop in every way. It was just laughable. Like nothing worked out well. Um, and by the end of the night, we had actually even lost our credit card. Oh, um, so it was just pretty funny and Trace was gracious about it. But um, yeah, so we've had some bad ones, but we've had some really uh, <laughs> some fun ones too. I think um, Trace is great at some creativity. So I always benefit from that <laughs> on Valentine's Day. And I think one of our most fun uh, Valentine's experiments that we've done we've done this about four times now uh, but we've gathered some friends from our small group at church and uh, invited you know four other couples over to the house and and we've had dinner together and then we played the not so newlywed game oh and i i tend to this is where some of my maximizer and ideation all come together but i i kind of tend to go all out and create little booths for everybody to sit in with their names on the booth. And, <laughs> That's so awesome. And the funny questions uh, that we we ask, and you know, you have to send one of the one of the the wife or the husband goes out of the room, and the wives answer the question, and the husbands have to come back and answer the question the same way. And it's so funny. And we have had we were in the floor just laughing. And just having such a good time, and that has been one one highlight uh, that we've we've done over a few Valentines that have been really fun uh, ways to get to know other people. And I think it's one of the things that we we value is uh, relationships. You know, it's a relationship with each other. It's our relationship with God. It's our relationship with our our friends and students. And there's so much uh, about building that kind of relationship, building trust. And uh, and having fun with uh, the people that we are connected with, and so that's been something that I think has been a highlight for us. Mm, that's really fun. Well, as we wrap up, I just wanted to ask y'all each, like, if you have one little quick um, word of advice or encouragement or just insight for our listeners about um, anything you've learned with your strengths or just anything that we've talked about. I think for me, I mean, for if you have some strengths that maybe you're not as enthusiastic about, that <laughs> might seem, like I said, to have that negative bias, I think to think through, like, how has that strength helped you to be where you are now? And mm-hmm. sort of see it in the light of it, it helps you succeed in a lot of ways. And so as I've said over the years, it's been really hard for me to wrap my brain and my heart around deliberative, but I'm beginning to see it in a positive way. And like mm-hmm. Trace said, my other advice would be uh, if you do have a high deliberative, 
um, that you do have to balance that out with sometimes just stepping out in faith, because I think deliberative can tend to hold me back um, from doing some some things that I initially uh, don't want to do, but when I do them, I actually enjoy them. And so mm-hmm. sometimes, like, do you remember when we were at um, a summer mission with you, Barbara, you and Warren, and we were someone was going to give a relationship talk to these college students, and uh, our speaker backed out kind of last minute. Uh-huh. And, and I think it was brought to you know our attention, like, well, why don't you and Trace do the relationship talk? And I remember just going, like, <laughs> no <laughs> way, like, uh, N-O, capital, no. Like, we can't, we don't have a talk. And Warren and Barbara are here, and, and they have much more wisdom and experience than we do. And, uh, but, you know, I pressed in, and I was a little uncomfortable, but it ended up being wonderful. And we've done that relationship talk every year since then. And mm-hmm. and it's something that students will tell us was really impactful. So that's in a situation where, not, you know, don't let your deliberative hold you back from maybe stepping into uncomfortable opportunities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I would say, I think that one of the things that I would say to anybody in their marriage and a and learning to appreciate and value each other. Uh, I think Christine has an amazing wisdom. She is completely dependable and trustworthy. She's for me and she's not against me. And so I have to remember these things sometimes because uh, there are times where, you know, she's bringing up all of her cautions and, and I can feel like she's shutting me down. But I also know this is, these are some of her strengths and these I have to, I need to learn to listen because she does have such wisdom and I know that she's, a, she's completely dependable and she's trustworthy. So I can trust that she is not, you know, trying to shut me down because she's my enemy or anything like that. You know, we're, so we are on the same team. And so I think for spouses, husbands, wives, you know, to, to remember that, that, uh, we are not enemies. We are on the same team and we're working towards the same goal and purpose. Uh, and so I want to, I think that's the big lesson I feel like I've learned through the years, even from the beginning, early days of our relationship to that continues to this day is truth and trust. Mm. And there is this, this honesty that we're able to be with the, to be, we're able to be so honest and, and, speaking the truth to each other. And there are times where I've, I've been caught uh, maybe kind of telling a half truth or trying to protect myself or make myself look better than things. And she will call me out. But because there's that love and trust there, I know she's not just calling me out. She's calling me up mm-hmm. and she sees potential or she sees uh, something that's not in line with my character and the man I want to be. And so she, she might call me out, but because there's such trust in our relationship that I know that I don't have to take offense, you know, I can, I can humble myself. And that's probably been one of the biggest challenges I think in our, in our marriage with our differences, how we're polar opposites is that there's a continual need in in marriage to die to yourself Mm -hmm. and to serve each other. But there's gotta be trust there. And there has to be truth there. And without truth, there's no trust. And without 
trust, there's no intimacy. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, uh, our, our relationship has been really great over the years as we've learned to speak the truth and love and, and trust each other's uh, gifts and strengths and valuing each other in those ways. Mm. Those are really great nuggets of wisdom. Thank you so much for sharing that, Trace. Well, this has been so fun just to visit with y'all and get a little inside scoop about y'all and your um, strengths and the things you're learning. Thank you so much for being with me today on this little interview. Thank you, Barbara, for for inviting us. It was really fun. We've enjoyed um, just talking through these things with you. So thank you. Yes, and it's been an honor that you would even think of us. So just feel feel honored and loving listening to these podcasts and learning about some people we know and, and different strengths and how people are wired. It's very, very helpful. Well, thank you. It's been fun for me. I'm learning a lot along the way also. So I appreciate y'all making time and thinking about these things. And I'm excited to hear how the things you have to share will be touching someone that's out there listening. So thank y'all. Have a great day. Bye, Barbara. Barbara. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.